Everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to The Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. Welcome to the Pastor's Study. We have kind of a different show today. I want to, you to meet State Representative Glenn Grunhagen. Hello, Glenn. Hi, Glad Pastor. to have you. Nice and to e be here. And even though this show is specifically more on Minnesota, because our program now is seen everywhere, you need to watch this because it's coming to a locale near you. We're going to talk about trying to protect women and children in their bathrooms from men coming in and using them with Target stores declaring they're going to let men use the ladies room and, it, and Glenn has a bill and uh, uh, Glenn is trying to get this through and Minnesota is super liberal as you know so it would take an act of God but, but Glenn Amen. before we be get into this bill you found some very troubling things coming out of the Minnesota Department of Education to get kids to believe maybe they're gender fluid. Would you explain this? Yeah, that's correct, Pastor Tom. And the, uh, the troubling thing about the Minnesota Department of Education and also the governor uh, seems to be they're promoting this agenda uh, into our schools, both uh, in the metro area and also outstate. Uh, one of the schools that they've, uh, that they've recently presented to staff uh, on the curriculum is the Virginia School District, and that's up north. Um, they had an all-staff training on April 13, 2016, so it's just recently. The, one of the curriculums they uh, uh, presented uh, to be used with uh, elementary children is what's called the gender unicorn, and this is a picture of it, okay? And here's some of the questions for... For elementary school. For elementary children down to the kindergarten level. Uh, are you physically attracted to women, men, or other genders. Again, this is elementary children. Are you emotionally att attracted to men, women, or other genders? Uh, your sex assigned at birth, is it female, male, or intersex? So again, this is at the elementary level. Mm. It promotes confusion to the children according to the experts uh, that I can reference later on. And they even go so far as to tell children in the elementary grades, they instruct, uh, the Minnesota Department of Education instructs staff to ask the elementary children that they need to decide whether they're a boy or a girl. Now you'd think you're in the twilight zone mm -hmm. when you hear this, but we have uh, uh, proof positive that this has been done based on the parents and also other uh, people that were in attendance of the meetings. And Glenn, I saw some horrible thing on uh, CBS Morning Show where these parents, they're th at age three, their daughter knows she's a man. So they're raising this five-year-old child as a boy, even though he's a girl. And we were talking before the cameras rolled, studies show that if you just leave these poor, confused kids alone, they end up normally in their right sex. That's correct, Pastor Tom. And I have three experts here with a letter documenting that. It's uh, 
Michelle Cretella, MD. She's the president of the American College of Pre Pediatricians. Also, uh, Dr. Van Meter, he's vice president of the American College of Pediatricians. And Dr. McHugh, Paul McHugh, he uh, was former head of the, or professor of psychiat psychiatry at John Hopkins Medical School. And they signed a letter here that says to promote this type of curriculum to elementary or small children or to children in general is child abuse, mm -hmm. okay? Because it's based on feelings and that the majority of children will grow out of this, but this curriculum actually confuses them. And confirms them in it. It confirms them in it and it makes them question their biological sex at an age where they uh, aren't able to, based on their brain development, to fully understand the consequences of uh, the decision they're being told to make. And, and, and Glenn, something you're not going to hear in the liberal press, John Hopkins Medical Center won't do sex change operations anymore because of how thoroughly messed up they make people. Yeah, they call it reassignment surgery. Mm -hmm. And it's not only the surgery that's uh, difficult and uh, bad for small children, it's also all the drugs and hormones mm -hmm. that they inject with children. Mm -hmm. well, they, called they, won't, they won't do them for adults either anymore, John Hopkins. Go ahead. Uh, but yet we have a national and a, a statewide media, and when I'm talking about statewide, I'm talking primarily about Channel 9, Channel 4, uh, Channel 11, and Channel 5, I know. that refuses to report that type of an aspect. I, I know. The other thing, the, uh, they're called cross-sex hormones, and you have to take them for an extended period of time, uh, and they can cause all types of medical consequences yeah. if you use them over a long period of time, uh, such as blood, blood clots, stroke, and cancer, according to the experts that I referenced and here these, earlier. These parents on the CBS Morning Show were saying, thank goodness that there are uh, hormone blockers for teenagers so that their, their, their daughter, who thinks she's a son, will have more time to decide whether he's a she or a he. So they're going to block this kid's adolescence. I mean, good night. Yeah, again, uh, I know your audience might think we're talking about the Twilight Zone or that we're embellishing the situation. We are not. And I think that uh, people need to understand, again, our statewide and national media practices uh, three doctrines in relationship to this and sometimes other issues. And that's censorship, lies, and deceit. Mm -hmm. They tell you partial truth, or for instance, they call it a bathroom bill, when really what we're talking about in our schools is having opposite sex individuals based on a feeling, not, a, not an objective standard such as biological sex, uh, to use not only restrooms, but also showers yeah. and dressing rooms. And because this is brand new, my question is, so to let a boy who thinks he's a girl use the, the girl's showers, has that happened yet in Minnesota? Uh, up in Virginia, Minnesota, the, uh, according to the parents, a boy has entered the dressing room of, of uh, teenage girls, and it caused a lot of problems. Administration, according to the parent, did little to nothing to stop it. The boyfriend of one of the girls did try to stop it and prevent him from going on there on a regular basis. So we're talking about uh, the total breakdown of mm -hmm. any type of modesty or difference between the sexes, mm -hmm. which traditionally has been uh, a primary emphasis in our society, both legally and in terms of uh, our ordinances on 
even the facilities. Even the state Supreme Court of Minnesota ruled in favor of privacy. Tell us about that. That's correct. Uh, again, what the media is censoring from you is the Goings versus West Group Minnesota Supreme Court decision. And there's also federal uh, uh, legal decisions on this too. But just the Minnesota one uh, confirmed that requiring individuals to use a restroom based on their biological sex, okay, is not discrimination under our Minnesota state, uh, human rights statute. When was that done? Uh, that was a 2001 decision. Okay. They said it was a constitutional right to privacy to, to require people to use uh, public facilities such as a restroom uh, based on their biological sex. Again, the whole transgender movement is, is based on feelings. In fact, here's a poster that was hung in a middle school, and I'm sure that uh, you might not be able to see it completely, but let go. me just read what it says. Again, it was hung in the hallway of a public school here in the metro area. Uh, it says, gender fluid. Someone who is gender fluid may identify as one gender one day and a different gender the next day. So again, it's feelings-based. There's no way to objectively measure anything. And my bill protects gays, transgenders, adults, and children based on an objective standard, which is biological sex, which you are identified at at birth. And to teach this type of, uh, it's hard to say what it is, I will mm -hmm. call it nonsense, to the children down into the kindergarten level is child abuse not just based on my opinion, but experts, uh, qualified experts from around the country. And again, unfortunately, our national and statewide media, and again, Channel 9, Channel 11, Channel 4, and Channel 5, censor this yeah. from the public. And if they haven't, I haven't seen the reports, and I've, I've uh, heard about most of them or have seen them my, uh, for myself on the uh, television. Well, as some people know, South Dakota had passed this bill that would have protected women and girls from having men in the bathrooms. And sadly, the ELCA liberal Lutheran bishop of South Dakota urged the uh, Lutherans to write the governor to veto this, quote, discriminatory bill. And, and sadly, the South Dakota governor caved. So they don't, it, it was passed, but the governor vetoed it with, with help of a Luth, liberal Lutheran bishop. This, this bill of yours, does it have a chance at all of getting through liberal Mark Dayton? Uh, no, I'd say. Uh, the, uh, the primary reason I have been uh, doing interviews and uh, having informational meetings and things like that or appearing on the radio is, uh, or, or having radio interviews, is the, uh, to inform the public and parents and also to encourage staff members and administrators in our schools and teachers who don't want to promote this. And again, we have confirmation from teachers in public school districts that they're being told they have to promote this, otherwise it's discrimination. Again, they've learned that if they yell discrimination, they get what they want. Mm -hmm. The legal precedents say it's clearly not discrimination. Yeah. Okay? It's the constitutional right to privacy and public safety, which has been confirmed over a long period of time, both in our state and also federally. What groups are pushing this? Uh, Outfront Minnesota, uh, Gleason, the Gay Lesbian Education uh, Straight Network, 
and a number of uh, uh, homosexual and uh, gay rights lobby. activists. And I'm not, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people in those organizations, outside those organizations that identify with them that aren't this type of activist. Yeah. But unfortunately, the activist gets heard down at the state capitol and the governor and many DFLers, they just uh, fall right in line with their agenda, well, once, regardless of what uh, the facts are. Once upon a time, there was a large group called uh, Democrats Pro-Life in Minnesota. I think they've kind of vanished. And, and my question for you is, do you have any Democrats saying to you, I think you're right, we need to uh, protect children? Do you, do you get that? Yeah, and as you know, there are pro-life Democrats, uh, not a large number down at the state capitol. Uh, we just had some votes on pro-life legislation uh, where some of them uh, it passed on a bipartisan basis. On this is issue, I've had two uh, uh, DFL reps tell me privately that if it came to the floor, uh, they would support it. Okay. I have over 40 co-authors on this bill, but all of them are Republican. Okay. And uh, as of yet, I have no DFL co-authors. Uh, Again, it shows the uh, power and influence of Out Front Minnesota mm -hmm. and other gay rights activist organizations that uh, people who might vote for it otherwise uh, will not sign on to the bill as a co-author. And you said you, before the cameras started today, you said there's something else you discovered that the Minnesota Department of Education has been promoting. Did we cover everything? Uh, yeah, the other thing they're doing is they are promoting uh, a, gender inclusion policy. So though I was a school board member for 16 years on mm -hmm. a public school board. So what happens, the Minnesota Department of Education will come in with a policy that the school board is supposed to pass. Well, once they pass this gender inclusion policy, then Outfront Minnesota or other organizations come with the curriculum with the equal the policy. So <laughs> what people have to understand, they say, you know, I've talked to, uh, uh, independents, Democrats, and Republicans, and, and there's a few that say, well, what difference does it make if they want to use a restroom once in a while? That's not a big deal. What you have to understand, when we normalize uh, the behavior, okay, in our society, mm -hmm. then it soon is going to be taught to mm -hmm. your children. Mm -hmm. And that's the real problem. In England, where this has been done for a longer period of time, uh, in the elementary level, in one particular area, they had 80 elementary children believe they were transgender and wanted to start moving towards the oh transition. My. 80 of them, wow. okay? Wow. So this is going to cause more children to be pushed down uh, what's, what will be a very dangerous and child abuse direction uh, for their lives. And again, uh, I think parents need to understand that and contact their school board, their legislator, even the governor, and say this needs to stop okay. as soon as possible. So they need to call or write their representative Correct. and the governor. Now, Mark Dayton is very liberal on this kind of thing. Um, <coughs> would we ever get it through while he's governor? Well, let's put it this way. The, uh, as an elected individual, uh, I, I know that being contacted by people in my district who are going to vote for me on issues has an influence on okay. me. The uh, Senate is up, which is DFL controlled in, in Minnesota for election this year. Okay, every senator. And the House is up. 
and the governor would, I'm sure, want to retain a majority in the uh, okay. Minnesota Senate of DFL senators. So to the degree that people contact him, and it will influence their vote, and again, I've had calls from DFL parents who say they can't support this. They can't believe the governor and uh, DFLers are promoting this and Minnesota Department of Education. So uh, they're ready to the vote the other way. All right. And to the degree that uh, people will contact the governor and uh, their and state the, legislature, it can have an effect. Will this come up for a vote? Uh, this particular bill with the short session and the uh, amount of, uh, of uh, things that need to be done uh, will not come up for a vote this session. Okay. Okay. But I am committed to uh, uh, informing as many people as possible through interviews like this or on the radio or providing other information uh, to individuals uh, to be able to contact their school board members. A couple of very good organizations uh, that have a lot of good information on this is the Minnesota Family Council yep. right here in Minnesota. We've had them on the air. And also the Child Protection League. Okay. If you go to either one of their websites, you'll be able to find some of the information I've shared here today and also other resources that can help educate you and be able to um, know what to do. Know what to do. And so if you're a parent and this stuff is already in your seven-year-old's class, call the Minnesota Family Council and, and see what you can do. Or you the know, Child Protection League is also good. You know, Glenn, I'll tell you why you're on the show today. Thank you for saying yes to coming on. I happened to turn on our very liberal public television station, <laughs> Channel 2, and you were on defending this in the lion's den in front of the, uh, the panel there, and you did a wonderful job calmly saying, this is just common sense, whereas the other side was claiming you were hate-filled and discriminatory. My question for you is, because I get, you know, I can preach pro-life, I can preach Jesus is the only way to heaven, I don't get complaints. If I preach that homosexual behavior is a sin, man, do I get complaints sometimes. And my question for you is, um, first of all, God bless you for being Daniel in the Thank lion's you. den. And, and number two, what kind, what kind of response do you get? Uh, it, you know, the other side claims uh, to be tolerant, mm -hmm. okay? If you were to read some of my emails, mm -hmm. it's anything but tolerant. You know, I served two years in the Marine Corps, and I thought I had heard every type of uh, vile and filthy comment that you could possibly think of. But this issue has introduced me to a number of other uh, Words. vile and filthy <laughs> uh, comments. So the other side, see, at least the activists, there's some that aren't. I'm not painting everybody with that brush. But some of the activists use uh, bullying tactics. Hate. They call you, and hate speech. Bigot, bigot. They call you every bigot tree. And they tend to be want, wanting to paint anybody who believes in traditional Christianity, okay, as a bigot and a hater. Mm -hmm. And now ignorant. They, and ignorant. Yeah. And this really troubles me because we know historically that when you demonize a certain group of people, pretty soon you start passing hate, hate crimes laws or hate speech, and you censor their ability to even speak out in public mm -hmm. on the issue mm -hmm. without the threat of uh, financial penalties or even imprisonment. And I'm not saying we're there yet, 
But this is where this can lead to if we take it to its uh, natural conclusion. And all you have to do is look historically mm -hmm. that when a group of people get demonized, okay, the next thing you know, laws are passed to silence them and censor them. Well, and then uh, so the Obama administration's Justice Department, uh, as this is uh, being taped, is threatening North Carolina that has one of these bills passed and signed into law and they're claiming that if you don't undo this you're going to lose millions of dollars in federal aid because you're practicing discrimination. What's your thought? Well, I have a national organization who has also been advising me on this and according to them there is no legal precedent that's been decided nationally in the courts. There has been uh, one at least regionally but it doesn't apply all across the nation nor are there any legislation passed by Congress or signed by the president that would define a loss of uh, Title IX or other uh, uh, subsidies to our public schools that you can lose that if you don't follow the gender fluidity mm -hmm. uh, uh, agenda. Yeah. So again, all of this is bullying, it's embellished, and they're just trying to uh, scare or intimidate local officials into backing down yeah. and uh, promoting the agenda. And, and why is this, why is not passing these kinds of laws, which never would have been needed to be passed before because we had common sense, now that this new agenda has taken over from the White House on down, um, why do you think this, it's dangerous if we don't pass this kind of thing? Well, because we're at, you know, one of the things the media says is that there are no uh, criminal behavior on this across the nation. Well, we know in Houston where they passed the ordinance, there was criminal behavior where a sexual predator entered a restroom where young girls were present, okay? Mm -hmm. The other thing, I have a retired police officer uh, from the metro area, and during his 30-some years as being a police officer, they had reports in some malls of sexual indiscretions in the uh, restrooms. Mm -hmm. So in one particular case, they uh, shared with me, they, um, or he shared with me, they uh, set up a sting in a bathroom. And you probably remember at the airport, one of the U US senators was tapping his foot and uh, was arrested for uh, sexual indiscretion in a restroom. Mm -hmm. the, um, well, in this particular case, they put an officer in the restroom, he tapped his foot, and uh, there was some behavior that took place that he was arrested. Well, the person was uh, taken to the, uh, uh, had to appear before a judge. They pleaded down to disorderly conduct. They pay a small fine and it doesn't go on their record. So one of the reasons that we don't see this type of uh, uh, criminal behavior across our nation is because it's charged under other laws that don't identify it in terms of uh, violating the constitutional right of privacy okay. for our women and children. There's plenty of examples of men using the transgender or transgender uh, fluidity um, defense when entering a uh, opposite sex bathroom. I mean, and some of them are sexual predators, yeah. uh, pedophiles, and of that nature. And I and, do have some documentation on that. One, you know, once this gets solidified, I mean, if parents don't get upset that Jimmy is able to shower with Judy, their daughter, at, in their public high schools, our country is 
gone crazy. It's the destruction of our children. Yeah. And let me put one, one additional thing. Is uh, the American Psychological Association uh, has been discredited in a couple of areas, but they're the primary instigator of coming up with this terminology and making very, it up. Very liberal group. And then redefining what used to be criminal and wrong behavior as normal and acceptable. So, and it's all based on feelings rather than peer-reviewed scientific studies, yeah. okay? And again, to do this to the children, uh, whether from the APA or whatever, according to the experts I referenced, it is child abuse. Mm -hmm. Your child is going to be abused by the government, mm -hmm. and that would include the governor, the Minnesota Department of Education, and also certain uh, uh, gay rights activist organizations. So when people vote, please look and see what your representatives believe about this. My concern is people just vote whatever their party says, and they don't look at these things, and that's why we got the mess we've got. And that's one of the reasons I am uh, doing interviews and trying to get the word out mm -hmm. to uh, as many people as possible to look into this. Uh, the other thing to understand is this radical agenda has influenced the uh, Democratic Party much more than the Republican Party, mm -hmm. uh, whether in the state or the nation. And uh, w one of the reasons we now are promoting transgenderism is because we passed the bullying bill when the DFL controlled the mm -hmm. House, the Senate, and the governorship. Mm -hmm. And they set up a climate uh, committee so this laid the legal, the so-called uh, statutes to justify what they believe is the promotion of this, even though there's legal uh, decisions uh, opposing that agenda, yep. uh, into our schools and our society. Well, listen, we've only got a minute and a half left, but just I want to urge you, next time you vote, call the Minnesota Family Council, <coughs> get their voting guide, and if you're a pro-life Christian, pro-traditional marriage Christian, vote for people like that. Excuse <coughs> me, <coughs> Glenn. We just got a minute. Um, wrap it up. What can people do right now? Uh, here's the thing. My bill is not just. It isn't discriminatory. It protects <coughs> the constitutional rights and privacy and safety of transgenders, gays adults and children. In other words, it, it cares about that for all children. I've talked to superintendents that in the past have uh, had children that showed a transgender um, tendency and they've made accommodations of single stall uh, mm -hmm. restrooms or dressing rooms or showers and it hasn't been a problem. Yep. They've handled it. But now we're coming with this mandate mm -hmm. that wants to end that and push schools into uh, opposite sex facilities for everyone. Well listen everybody, thank you so much Glenn for fighting the fight. I'm sure you haven't had a fun few months going on. But God bless uh, Christian legislators who are willing to stand up for traditional values. Would you do this tonight before you go to bed? Say a prayer for Minnesota. If you're living in Washington State or Florida, pray for your state that somehow America comes back to its senses. God bless you. We'll see you next time on The Pastor Study. Thank you for watching The Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? 
you may do so at pastorstudy.org or write The Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always. Mm -hmm.